Hello, lady and gentlemen. Welcome back to our podcast again. Today, I'm going to share you guys about friends. And today, this podcast is talk about traditional food and clothes. Let's talk about food. There are many kind different kind of food. Yes, and I choose only two of the most different, uh, most famous food in France. And <coughs> first one is super lignon. Super lignon is now regarded as one of the most prized dishes in of France cuisine. And France, uh, British or other country call it as a French onion soups. And it originally produced in 17th century by King Louis XV when he found himself stranded at the hand. Ting Lodge led one night and with nothing in the pantry except onion, butter, and champagne. Champagne is a kind of wine, or call it a, we can call it a grape wine. And super lignon made of bread or crouton, beef, beef broth, and caramelized onions. And super lignon became famous when French cuisine started to grow in popularity around the world. French chef, French restaurant usually serve French onion soup as the first French dish. And if you want to eat uh, super lignon, it uh, costs around uh, 4 bucks. Yes, the average price is 4 bucks. And let's talk about uh, the second dish. dish uh, it's cassoulette. Cassoulette is one of the famous French dishes uh, made of uh, white bean with pork sausage, duck confit, gizzard, and cooked together for a long time. And cassoulet originating in La Goudoc in southwest France. And the first cassoulet was made in Casanodary in Occitanie, which was under siege from the England during the Hundred Year War. It's around uh, 1337 uh, to 1453. And when you uh, see uh, cassoulet, it's very simple. It's a kind of simple farmhouse fare, but it has been elaborated into a rich and complex dish, and it's very, very expensive. It's a cost around 97 to 120 bucks. And yes, it's all of uh, two of the most uh, famous dish in France. Let's talk about clothes. And the men and women wear differently. Yes, yes, differently. And our traditional men clothing in French is uh, consists of six basic pieces. And first one is the chemise. The chemise is a linen undershirt and uh, wear with culottes and knee length pants. And men wear a pair of hose or knee high shock. And a gullet is a small short vest front or uh, wear over the chemise. And the carpet or capote or chester coat is a heavy coat which like cuff worn over the entire outfit and the other uh, and let's talk about women a uh, woman is uh, consists only of four basic pieces and it's also a chemise and but it's very friendly uh, a chemise uh, in women is uh, worn under everything and is comparable to an underskirt or shift and a chupon is similar to a skirt and want to indicate breath and status. And French women wear a mantlet or short vest coat on the top as a shirt. The outfit is finished off by fichu, a square piece of clothes used modesty scarf and worn around the neck and shoulders. Nearly all traditional French women outfits are top of some type of cap or other headwear.
Yes, guys, this is all of my podcast. Thank you for your pay attention and listening to our podcast. The second podcast will release soon. Bye. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our podcast again. Today, I'm appreciate to share you guys about friends. This is the second podcast that talk about most attractive place in France. Let's move to four of the most attractive place in France. Uh, I'm going to talk about Eiffel Tower, Louvre Museum, uh, Provence, and Palace of Versailles. And first one is uh, Eiffel Tower. Yes, you know Eiffel Tower is very famous and it's kind of it's kind of a symbol of France. And it is one of the most attractive place which located in France, France or Paris. And it was built in 1889 by Alexander Gustave Eiffel. We can call it Tour Eiffel. And the main reason is to celebrate the French Revolution uh, centenology during the exposition Universal at the Champ de Mars. Champ de Mars is uh, held on May. And the purpose was to show the other nation the power and the industrial ability of France during uh, 1889. And Eiffel Tower have uh, Combined of uh, 18 metallic part with 320 meter high, and the reason the Eiffel Tower is so famous is because it was a modern artistic design that was considered a crazy at the time of construction during uh, that time. And the Eiffel Tower stood as the world's uh, tallest structure for over 40 cats in about 40 years until the Chrysler Building in New York was created in 1930. So uh, Eiffel Tower became the second uh, tallest structure and. Uh, Eiffel Tower, we can call it uh, a symbol of love because uh, many couples have a proposal, marriage proposal under the beautiful tower every day. Yes, you know, uh, you can see that uh, the picture of uh, Frank, yes, many couples went to uh, France and under the Eiffel Tower and they uh, create a proposal or marriage proposal. and. Let's move to the second one. Uh, I'm going to talk about Louvre Museum. Why? Because it is the famous uh, art museum and it and it's also a largest art museum and historic monument in Paris. It was among the top European collection of fine art and many of Western civilization most famous work are found here, including Mona Lisa, uh, that uh, paints by Leonardo da Vinci, and the wedding feast at Sana by Veronese and the 1st century BC Venus de Milo sculpture. And the Lovheim uh, was origi- original uh, built as a fortress in uh, 12th century and was reconstructed in the 16th century to serve as a royal place. Yes, guys, uh, this is kind of museum, just many sculpture and many fine art. And also Mona Lisa, most of you know Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa is also famous. Uh, and it's painted by Leonardo da Vinci. And left move to the third one uh, is Provence. Provence is a Lord George's landscape of olive grove, grove uh, sand range, rolling hills, and deep purple lavender field, with a little village nestled in the valley and perched on rocky outcrops. And the vibrant scenery has enchanted many famous artists, including Cezanne, Cezanne's. Matisse, Chagall, and Picasso, and it's located in southwestern France. And uh, you know why tourists are uh, fascinated in Provence, and it's uh, a kind of famous tourist site in France because it 
uh, the landscape is very beautiful. It uh, covered by the purple lavender. Yes, that's why it's uh, famous, and people like to go and visit there to take a picture of it. And let's move to the first one. Is the last. Uh, I I can it is a kind of last uh, tourist site in the podcast. Yes, uh, there are many kind of tourist sites, but I choose only four. Yes, uh, it about Palace of Versailles. And it was located in Versailles province in France. And the reconstruction was started from 1631 and built in, uh, built in 1661 by Louis XV, or we can call it King Louis XV. Uh, the purpose of Versailles was designed to show off the glory of the French monarchy. Sun King, or we can call him uh, Louis XV, transformed his father's small hunting lot into an opulent palace with sumptuous baroque interior. Uh, the palace became Lu- uh, King Louis XV's symbol of absolute power and set the standard of princely court in Europe. Yes, it's a kind of palace. Yes, and on yes, it's a kind of palace that uh, people built to serve for King Louis XV. Yes, this is end of my. This is all of my podcast, and this is also uh, first of the famous uh, French tourist sites. And if you want more to know more about the information, you can search it uh, in Google or Wikipedia. Uh, it's available in uh, many browsers. So you can search, and if you want to visit there, you can search uh, about the price or the cost uh, and many more. And thank you for your pay attention and listening to our podcast. Goodbye. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our podcast again. Today, I'm going to share you guys about French. This is the third podcast, and I'm going to talk about language in French. Uh, language in French, people use uh, French, French, and French. Uh, French is a language, and it is a Roman language of Indo-European family. It is descended from the Vulgar Latin of the Roman Empire, as it is all Roman languages. And French evolved from Gallo-Romans. Uh, the Latin uh, spoken in Gaul, and more specifically in Northern Gaul. French language seemed to be as old as the 8th century AD, and when Latin just died and gave rise to modern Romance languages, and its closer relatives are the other languages historically spoken in Northern French and other in Southern Belgium. Which French largely supplanted? French was also influenced by native uh, Celtic languages, of Russian Roman Gaul like Gallia Belgica and by the Germanic or Frankish language and of the poor Roman Frankish invader. And French is an official language in 29 countries across multiple continents. They use uh, French as the first uh, or they can call it the native language and which uh, most of the of them are a member of the organization International, the La Francophonie OIF. The Community of 84 countries which share the official use or teaching in of French. And French is also one of the six official languages used in the United Nations. It is spoken as the first language in France. Uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Algeria, Morocco, Quebec in Canada, Ontario, and New Brunswick, Cameroon, Belgium, or Iroquois. Uh, Tunisia, Western Switzerland, Monaco, and a part of Luxembourg, and part of the United States, uh, North, uh, Western Italy, and various communities elsewhere. Uh, most, uh, most, uh, all of the 
uh, the country that I mentioned, it's uh, the use of French as a native language, but uh, they have some little bit different, yes. You know, um, some most of the country they speak like uh, in different pronunciation, and some of the words are different. And also Cambodia, uh, government, uh, among that, and to in the public school, uh, they teach uh, French, they also teach French, yes. And French is estimated to have the about 76 million native speakers, about 235 million fluent speakers, and another 110 million secondary speakers who speak it as a second language, yes. And it's uh, mainly in Africa. And although French divide into three revolutions. First is Old French, Middle French, and Modern French. And all let's talk about Old French. Old French is at the beginning of French in Gaul. Was greatly influenced by Germanic invasion into the country. And uh, second one is Middle French. Uh, it's thrived during the Middle French period of 14th century and to 17th century. And the last one is modern French. During the uh, 17th century, French replaced Latin as the most important language of diplomacy and international relations. Yes. In French, uh, has uh, 26 alphabet as English, and they divide into gender, two gender, uh, masculine and feminine. Yes, most of the uh, language in Europe they divide into gender. It like Italy, Belgium, Spain, and many more. They divide into two gender, masculine and feminine. Yes, and let's talk about the major difference between French and English. Yes. Uh, the first one is gender. Gender English uh, only for personal pronouns, but French is for all nouns and most pronouns. And about pronunciation, pronunciation mean uh, in French there are many differences and particular vowel and uh, let's say air. Yes, um, they can pronounce air, air, they use the throat, the, the sound is come from the throat. And English, uh, uh, they, they only pronounce only or and no sound from the throat. And let's talk about uh, accents. Accents, uh, in French, there are many, many words, and almost of the words uh, have accents. But in English, they use only in foreign words, or like cafe, yes, they have uh, an accent. And if you want to learn French, uh, and I will tell you uh, how approximately uh, you can learn French or influence in French. According to the FSI, I, uh, I, it would take an English speaker approximately 23 to 24 weeks or uh, about around 600 hours of study to become proficient in French language, yes. And this is all of my podcast, and this is all of the language about uh, French in France. And thank you guys for your pay attention to listening about language in French. Thank you. Bye. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our podcast again. Today, uh, this is the fourth, uh, fourth uh, podcast about France. This, uh, this podcast is talk about education. Yes education system in French and the most uh, Arab part of country in Europe uh, in Asia in 
United States, the education system is different. And education system, in fact, is organized in highly centralized manner with many subdivisions. It is divided into the six states of primary education, secondary education, and higher education. The main age that child start in school is uh, age three. Three year old do not start primary school directly. They start preschool. Then by the age of six, a child in France start primary school and soon move on to higher and higher grade level until they graduate. And in metropolitan France, the school year run from early September to early July. The school calendar is standardized uh, throughout the country and it is the sole domain of the ministry. In May, in metropolitan France, school need time to organize exam. Uh, we can call it the baccalaureate. And outside metropolitan France, the school uh, calendar is set by the local rector. Uh, like Quebec, France, yes, there are many kinds of friends like Quebec and many more. And there are major holiday break in metropolitan France. Its first one is All Saints or La Toussaint. Uh, it's two weeks and it starts from yes, the, the this holiday is uh, have from had from uh, since uh, 2012 around the end of October and the beginning of November. Uh, second one is Christmas or in French we can call it Noel. Uh, it's two weeks around Christmas Day and New Year Day. And uh, the third holiday is winter, or we call it hiver, uh, two, two weeks starting in mid-February. And spring, pontom or Esther, uh, two weeks starting in mid-April. And la last uh, holiday is summer, it's Ate, uh, two months starting in Ju uh, early July, mid-June for high school students. And schooling in France is not mandatory. Children illegally have to go to school in France. Most parents start sending their children to preschool when they turn three. The first two years of preschool, or we can call it TPS and petit section, uh, are introduction uh, to community living. Our children learn how to become students and are used to the first notion or arithmetic and begin to recognize letters, develop oral language. After kindergarten, the young students move on to the elementary school. In the first three years of elementary school, they learn how to write, develop the writing skills, and get some of basic in subjects such as French, Mathematics, Science, and Art. To name a few children, stay in elementary school for 5 years until they are 10 or 11 years old. The grade are named CP, CE1, CE2, CM1, CM2. Yes? And after primary school, there are two educational stakes follow. First one is college. college. And it's middle school. And uh, four children during the first four years of secondary education from the age of 11 to 14. And uh, the second stage is uh, lycée. Uh, it's about high school, in which provide a three-year course of further secondary education for uh, children between the age of 15 and 18. Pupils are prepared for the baccalaureate, uh, and it's uh, known as Le Bac. Yes. And all the CAP, and and uh, the higher education in France is organized in three levels, which correspond to those of other European countries facilitating uh, international mobility. The lesson and the lesson professional uh, bachelor degree, and the master and the doctor degree. The lesson and the master are organized in semester six for the lesson and four for the master. Yes. 
if you want to uh, if people in Europe want to study in French most of the students want to study in French if they want to study in French uh, they can cost uh, 150 pounds to £700 uh, depending on the university and the different level of education. Well, one therefore, uh, if uh, they want to get a master's degree in five years for about uh, £750 to £3,500. Uh, and if students from low-income family, they can apply for a scholarship paying nominal sum for tuition or textbook and they can receive a monthly stipend of up uh, to uh, £450 per month and stipend and it's depend and the, church, the tuition in public engineering school is comparable to a university but it's all higher around £700 and however it can reach uh, £7,000 per year for private engineering school and some business school which are all uh, partly private charge up to 15k pound a year and let's talk about health insurance health insurance for student is uh, free uh, until the age of uh, 20 and after that they have to charge uh, 200 pound per year uh, if uh, people not from EU we have no EU uh, if you want uh, to study abroad, they have two ways. First one is scholarship. They are 30% charge, 50% charge, and some of scholarship is free. And if you want to pay directly, go to school or to study there. If you want to pay, it's around uh, 35, uh, 3,500 pounds to 4,500 pounds for one semester in French and it depends it depend on uh, education system it depends on uh, uh, <laughs> it depending on uh, level of education and uh, if you want to study in Paris yes it may be cost more than that yes and uh, thank you for your pay attention to our podcast uh, don't mind me if there are something wrong or some grammar error or circling as goodbye everyone this is all of my podcast thank you for your listening bye